0: Guard is joining in, and he's seen and extraordinary, set it for Saliba. for Saka beaten out by the race and touched in by Jesus. Bacary Saka. Such noise,
1: a crowd of Gunners euphoria. Hello, and welcome to the Bruce Banana FC. Bonus episodes, which we, we try and do um, anytime something topical comes up. And the topical thing that's come up this time is the link that Ed Ahrens of the uh, Guardian has linked us to Mohamed uh, Simikan, which is a player for RB Leipzig, who is a French 23 years old. Uh, from what I've read, and I'll wait a clarification on this from our kind of in-house expert, but I've read that he was a centre-back that has been converted into a right-back. So it would be really good if we had a German football expert that we could call upon, preferably someone that maybe even, like, writes articles for, like, outlets like Get German Football News. Do you know if we've got anyone that can do that?
2: Hi, me. It's me. Oh,
1: wow. true. Good. That's so surprising. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> good. You popped up at the perfect time, Drew, so yeah. We're, I sure did. Joining... You know,
2: this reminds me of, this reminds me of, have you ever seen Jurassic Park? It's the part where, uh, what's-his-face is going through his lines in the beginning with the chromosome on, uh, on the screen? Or am I, am I sure on my age or Have you guys not seen Jurassic Park? I mean, before? I
1: think everyone's seen Jurassic Park, to be fair. Oh, okay. But you say Jurassic Park that... while I think he's waiting nights, like like, um, sitting around a table saying, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit mean. It's his first podcast. Why does that... care. <laughs> That's all. Oh, wow.
2: That's true, and I'm sorry about that. I know I've been, we've been chatting on the back end about me needing to get on and finally make my debut for the for the new show. But you guys have been doing fantastic work. Um You guys deserve a ton of credit for for pushing the podcast you know, moving forward what we wanted to do. So hats off to you boys,
1: and thanks for having me on finally. Um, and to be fair, you've, you've chosen a, a good day because, as I was kind of alluding to before, in a very non-specific. Uh, nice <laughs> way specific. is that you um uh, have a have a very like good history of of knowledge and and writing about um the Bundesliga in general, so is it is like almost kind of perfect that the the day that we're gonna be do, doing a Brighton preview um later on, we've actually got um a a guest that's called Albion analyst that's gonna come on and give us some really really good insight, um and you're gonna be on that as well. So, like this news coming out just makes sense. So, I say just uh, for clarification, we're joined by by Drew. You can find on Twitter at mixkid remix. Also joined by Ben. You can find at Ben Branding Free. My name's Luke. So, the, the first thing I will ask you, Drew, is what is your kind of initial reaction to the Simican links in the sense that uh, how they fit to the squad? Do you think it makes sense? Do you think it's even something that is feasible? Uh, I
2: think it's great. Um, so, I know you guys know Tom Canton um, at Football London. He and I are pretty close friends. The, one of the first messages I got this morning when the links popped up, he asked me, he's like, please tell me you're as happy about this as I am and I said yes. And then we had a quick chat about it. But so essentially I know there's been you know, there's a lot of been um people's thoughts going around about you know Tomiyasu's fitness record this season, um what to do about Rob holding and we've had quite a few debates <laughs> on the back end of our podcast Love about holding. Um loves suits both those question marks. Um, so yes, he did start out as a center back at youth level and moving into the Strasbourg first team, but then he was transitioned into a right back pretty early on in his senior career. So he's quite adept at both. Um, he profiles pretty close to Ben White, which doesn't really surprise me as to why we're looking at him for that reason. Um, we've had links with you know Joao Cancelo lately pop up in, in the news the last what one or two days, and I I looked I thought about that. I was just like you know, he would make sense. maybe for having just depth at both left and right back, particularly left back. If Tim decides to leave, it'd be great competition for Zinchenko. You know, he knows Zinchenko as well. Um, but he didn't profile it as what you would think we would want, a right back, even though he's traditionally been used mostly as a right back. But Simican makes more sense. He's much closer to Ben White. Um, he has good pace for, for, for a center back that has size. He's 6'2". Um, he's pretty progressive as well in his passing, and we know how much that, how important that is to how we play. Um, be good on the ball, confident, being able to pick the right pass. Um, just like some quick data, I think, I think his uh, his pass completion isn't fantastic. <laughs> Hilariously, Rob Holding's pass completion is actually better. Simbikam, but Simicam is more progressive, so he take maybe more risky passes, try sort to of play out of the back, be a bit more direct. Um, but for me, I think he he brings that kind of balance you want. He can get forward and contribute creatively. I think he has six assists this season. If memory serves, that looking at the data. Um, and if you look at his football as well, the way he kind of stacks up against other fullbacks is, I think it's in the eighty, I think it's the eighty eighth percentile in uh, assists, and also I think the eightieth or eighty fifth in expected assists. Um, so that's quite encouraging as well. Um, he completely he he does make a lot of passes too. So that will, instead of forcing the build up through Saliba or whoever it is maybe playing that day, you can also maybe build up through him as well, whether he's that center back, at right back. Uh, defensively is quite strong as well. Um, clear as well. Um, he's strong in the air, which is which is great. Again, same thing. So you're looking at almost like I wouldn't call him a, a Ben White clone, but the similarities are definitely there. And you're looking at a player that can definitely come in either at right center back or right back and still give you that same level of performance without too much drop off. I think it's kind of what you want. Given you know we're going to be in Champions League, he has Champions League experience. Um, he's played to a very high level with every six since he's gotten there. Um, so I think for me. This is the kind of signing that we always kind of talk about, and I was maybe taken back by it a little bit because I, you look at him and you would think, well, why would he want to come to Arsenal, and, um, be a rotational option? Really, you know, on the day he could definitely start over Suleiman, he could definitely start over White, but also there's going to be days where he won't. But that's the kind of depth you want and need if you're going to really go on to challenge Man City or if, you, if we're going to take Champions League seriously next year, which I suspect that of will. So I'm really encouraged by it. I think it's the kind of signing that you'll. you'll want us to see the summer across whatever position we're looking at whether it's center midfield center back right back left back you know for the forward and the forward line um so yeah i'm, I'm a bit surprised that there was the news this morning but i think it's great for us
1: yeah i mean i probably did like the the standard arsenal fan thing when i saw the the link first pop up which is just put the name into google with fb ref after it just uh just to have a look at kind of how those green bars line up and i immediately the first thing that kind of stood out to me was the fact that he's like the top eighty-three percent are for progressive passing, which I feel is just like such a must for any Arsenal player that's going to kind of play in that kind of like first third of the pitch. Like the fact that they can get the ball from there up the pitch feels like it's something that is huge for any player that Arteta puts there. Um, ben, obviously, I know you, you and myself don't have Drew's insight into this player, but I, one thing I want to ask you is, in terms of a, a squad building perspective, where obviously as you alluded to, we've had a lot of injuries to Tomiyasu, um, uh, we've seen a lot of drop off from Saliba getting injured in the latter part of the season and we haven't really had like that perfect replacement to come in do you think that someone like himself someone that's spent a lot of time at centre back and a lot of time at right back and even as far as this season has has played both positions and as you were saying he's mobile um he can play both positions and he has a, a good kind of technical standpoint do you think that's the kind of thing that makes sense for us to, to bring in, um, in in terms of this summer, because, oh, and, and how do you think that links to Tom Yasu? Do you think that because of his fitness issues, the club are almost not losing faith, but ha- feeling the needs to, to reinforce an area maybe, uh, in a point where they, maybe they wouldn't have done before.
0: Yeah. Um, I really like it as I haven't watched anywhere near as much as other people, but um,
1: I think I remember watching him in the
0: champions league against PSG when he was, I think it might've been last season or the season before. Um, you know, like you, I I jumped on FBRF immediately, and I he he does share a lot of similarities to Tommy Acid, especially like aerial duels. He seems pretty dominant, which is useful. And um, as as the sort of signing goes, he is exactly what we kind of want to do. He reminds me a lot of Nathan Ake on the other side, and that he'll cover both centre back and full back to a really high level. And he's a sort of player where we we always talk about, oh, how will he get in the side? How will he get minutes? This, that, and the other. But if you get these sorts of players, you know, because they can take minutes in two positions or three positions in some cases, that it makes it really, really useful. You know, you've now got a lot of games, yeah, exactly. A lot of games, and he could play right back on Wednesday and center back on Sunday. And you know, you both Saliva and White get rest and he plays twice, so it works out perfectly for everybody. Yeah. Um, with Tomiyasu, I so I was talking to someone earlier this season actually about potentially going forward, and I Speculated that he might be put as like a a left back, maybe. Um, I know it's a bit rogue because he's right footed, but I just remember him doing that job on Salah when we when we played Liverpool, and he's a lot more comfortable inverting than Tom uh, Kieran Tierney. So I, he definitely has injury problems, and it might be that the club have just cut their losses on him. But I think because you can have Tommy Asset, you know, he played left centre-back for Japan, he's played left-back for Arsenal, he's played right-back for Arsenal, he probably could play right centre-back for Arsenal if he wanted to. Um He's so versatile, he's having more of these versatile, versatile profiles in our side will make us, like, so much stronger just by having the options to rotate and the options to, you know, field different um, players for different game plans and that sort of thing, so if it's, you know if we can get more players like this and Simakhan seems to be one not having watched him a great deal but from what Drew said
1: then that's great. To be honest right I've had the same thoughts about Tomiyasu so I completely agree and I've had them ever since not the Leeds game this season but the Leeds game at the tail end of last season when um, you know it was before the (laughs) the collapse but um, we played that game against Leeds where we were it was only 2-1 in terms of scoreline, but it was so dominant. And Tommy played left-back that, that day, but he was playing so high and really, really narrow. And he played um, loads and loads of passes that day, loads of like, really nice passes, like line-breaking passes. And ever since that game, I really did think he's got the technical ability. And it feels like he's smart enough to kind of pick up these kind of tactical nuances. Yeah. I always feel like there's like a bit of um, a misunderstanding when people think... I feel like there are players that can play really good passes and not necessarily see really good passes. And I think there's a big difference between that. Um, Whereas like you have Zinchenko, you you can pretty much do both. But I feel like Tommy isn't the finished article in that, but I feel like he's smart enough to, to learn that and know like when to play. He's he's
0: so two footed as well, that he could quite easily come inside and play off both feet. Um, And if he's got someone like Kivio next to him, then that just makes that whole left side really, really progressive. And then obviously, you know, if you play Saliba and White or Saliba and Simican or Simican and White, then all of a sudden for, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much he'd cost. Um, maybe Drew could fill us in on how, you know, the sort of price on Simican, but that feels like a really, really shrewd acquisition to cover both positions.
2: I think the other thing we could consider maybe is that we might see Kibir actually play more left back next season. We don't know that. Yeah. But obviously.
0: But then, then Tommy has to play left whole center point. back as well. That's it's the, be- the
2: beauty. Right, exactly. Of and I think that's. that's... You and get that speaks games.
1: To... You get games. Yeah, you, you do. And I think. Gets games.
2: <laughs> that speaks to the point that, you know, kind of what we all alluded to before was. When you have so many players that can play so many positions, and I think Arteta made that clear very early doors when he came into the club anyway, that he wants versatile players. Because if you see it, it's one of the reasons that, that makes City so good. It makes them so unpredictable as well. And I think that's the kind of level that maybe we're striving to, and that's what we want to see. Um, in terms of Simicun's price, you know, uh, if I had to put a, uh, a number to the name, I would be shocked if he cost more than maybe 40, 45 million pounds. I think his current market value is 30 million euros, so twenty five 25 million pounds, rather. So, yeah, I think, you know, even if they want to double, you know, 50 million, that's right about that price point where we kind of look for anyway. Maybe we, we try to maybe avoid going over that, which is fine. So he, he, so he suits everything we were looking for in terms of the kind of player he is, the price point. I don't think wages are going to be massive. I think he's only on 35,000 pounds a week currently. So if you double or even triple that, you're still looking at just shade over 100,000 pounds a week. again, same thing. That's kind of where you know we can afford that price point with Champions League money coming in as well. I think for for a really good player that gives you good depth that can actually turn into a starter and push for starting minutes, I think he kind of ticks all the boxes, right? So, um, yeah, it's really encouraging. I'm actually really happy about that. It's probably one of the signings I would be happiest with if we've made in the last couple of seasons. I think it it really kind of shows the direction we're really moving in under Arteta and and how strongly they – I think the project is in that going into that final phase, starting for next season, and Arteta himself has alluded to the fact that he wants to take Champions League seriously next season. We're not just going to be there there to make up the numbers, right? So, getting a player like Simakan in speaks to that. And irrespective of what, we, what else we do in the market in other positions, I think this is this would be actually be a pretty key signing for us.
1: Awesome. Well, I think that's a good place to to leave that there. This has been like a, a more kind of reactive and um, kind of episode where we're just kind of talking about um. Uh, Simican as like a an isolated bit of news but it's cool that we could kind of go on to other bits like the the structured defensive line and how that's going to affect our summer um so Drew thank you Sean. thank you for your insight my friends um <laughs> I think so yeah you can find Drew and Tiro Mitskid Remix also been joined by Ben thanks very much mate you can find it Ben Branding Free my name's Ben Luke and we're actually back later we'll be recording as I said before the um, um match preview pod for the the game of Brighton on the uh on the weekend we've got um, uh, um, Albion Analytics that's going to come on and talk about Brian which will be really really good so if you listen this far into this one then please uh, stick around later on to, to listen to the next and thanks very much for listening this has been us from Bruce Banana FC and thank you very much Erdegaard is joining in and he's seen
0: Martin set it for Saliba for Kaiosaka. All right, Saka.